and welcome back to XP Waste, where the first question they should ask you at a job interview is, what is your home teleport? And the second question is, why is it still Lumbridge? I'm Michael. And I'm Oxy. If you're new around here, welcome. We're an old school RuneScape podcast that talks primarily about old school RuneScape. I say primarily because both Michael and I are prone to distraction. We also occasionally play other video games, and we'll talk about that, as well as other interesting forms of media or IRL updates that happen in our life. But rest assured, we're at least 80% old school RuneScape. You know, we're like ground (laughs) chuck. Usually it's like ground round, we're like 85 to like 90% old school RuneScape. That 10% fat, that's just anything else. But The extra. If you're not new around here... Michael was inactive for so long on his group Iron Man account that I'm the new leader of the group Iron Man team. So my first decree (sighs) is not to get schmacked on Monkey Madness because I did that quest the other day. And as soon as I got out of the prison, I got hit for an 18 off prayer. So maybe he was justified in dying. I don't know. (laughs) Michael. Justice for Tiano Michael. Michael. (laughs) Before I ask you how your week has been, yeah, I gotta acknowledge the fact that this episode feels like a sham. Uh, we could acknowledge it. So if what? You want to get? I I want to get into it a little bit. I I'm about a bit of a time crunch today. So today's Tuesday. I took my national exam today and I passed, which is sick. Um, but we don't normally record on Tuesdays, and I have to leave soon-ish to go Mm -hmm. so michael what happened what (laughs) it's nobody's fault definitely not mine but like what happened (laughs) right what happened i'll try to avoid um using blaming language Uh, (laughs) long story short we always do a test recording um before we actually start the show just to make sure levels and everything sounds good we're 61 weeks well, actually, we're 61 episodes. We're we're over that at this point in weeks. We've been doing this a long time. Yeah. And you tend to get comfortable with yourself and how you how you function. Um, but I swear, OBS had some sort of update that, or correct me in the comments, but I think that everybody's like properties for their microphones got reset because mine did. And then come to find out, Oxy's did last night when we recorded, you know, version one of this podcast that you'll never yeah. hear. And um, he had he had his audio source, but there was no microphone attached to it. So like he was able to record his video, but yep. <laughs> I went to go and edit last night, and it was just blank. Yep, no no audio attached. So two hours short. of mouthing words. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a good episode and we're going to try our best to (laughs) redo it. (laughs) Yeah. We're not, we're not going to like redo it. We don't have like a script laid out for the episode. So it's not like we're going to like, you know, dub it over or anything like that. Um, right. But we're going to try to do like a more condensed version of what we talked about, I guess, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Cause like I, (laughs) you could see it as like the the podcast we did on Sunday was the test or like the the rehearsal. Yeah, and this is the show, and we've got all the the kinks worked out. I mean, hopefully, <laughs> we're gonna get to this episode. Turns out my desktop audio is gonna be on. I don't actually have a desktop audio source on this on this recording scene, but like, yeah, it's happened to us before. So you know, 
we got to cover all our bases. <laughs> it wouldn't be XP waves without some sort of um, some sort of audio issue happening. Honest to God, that should be our name. It's just the audio, audio issue, issue podcast. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we don't talk about audio issues. We talk about old school RuneScape, but we have a lot of audio we issues audio in the issues. process. So, like, you can spend all the money you want on a nice camera. You can spend all the money you want on a nice microphone. But if you just suck at podcasting, you can <laughs> you can spend you can literal years <laughs> forming a stream setup, getting a comfortable desk and environment, practicing doing this on a daily basis, and you could still, like Michael said, just suck at it. So yeah, it doesn't matter how much fruit you have on your desk for ten weeks, preferably none. But you yeah, know, yeah. Tomato, tomato, I suppose, which is also a fruit reference. Yeah, real quick, before we actually get into it, can we get a fruit update, Oxy? Uh, I don't have any fruit yet, but the plants are looking good. I'm seeing some new leaves, which means we successfully repotted them. No issues with that, hopefully, fingers crossed. So, we had a big windstorm these past couple of days, so... Oh, no. Yeah, we had intense heat, like mid 90s which is really high for michigan and then we had a lot of wind so mm. the plants have been going through it but it's nothing they can't handle and it's nothing that they're not gonna run into throughout the summer so yeah. we're good we're we're mad chilling with the plants hopefully <laughs> we see some i'm hoping to see at least some grape tomatoes in the next couple of weeks because i bought this tomato plant that's like as tall as i am damn near all you know five yeah. foot four of me and um <laughs> i <laughs> there are so many little flowers and all the flowers um correspond to like where tomatoes are going to grow so hopefully yeah. we see a lot this summer i want to make some nice nice meals with uh with that but your three tomatoes that you're gonna get <laughs> dude i'm gonna i'm gonna scream if i get three tomatoes i got three tomatoes <laughs> three or four tomatoes last year which was big but i feel like you know like, like i said I got that level six IRL farming. I'm ready to get some more tomatoes than just three. So we'll see. But. I don't know if it's because of you, um, but I've had a bunch of like, like gardening, farming, like making uh, a home garden videos on my TikTok, on my For You page. And um, the one thing that I've, I've seen a lot of people say is you should bottom prune uh, your tomatoes. So, like, you just take all the little leaves off the bottom mm -hmm. so that it grows bigger and bushier. So, I yeah. don't know if you've done that, but I recommend it. That's going to be a plan for once we start, like, getting tomatoes. I, I need to, like, I wanted to let it get acclimated to its new environment because it was raised in a greenhouse. Uh -huh. So, just give it a little bit of time. And then next week, we're probably going to get out there and start, like, you know, snipping some of the stuff with the bottom off. Um, I also yeah. want to make sure that, like, my tomato plants are bumpy because they're they're roots, like they're they're where roots mm. are trying to grow. So I want to make sure those are covered enough, but like okay, I'm still not good enough at farming to know like farming gardening. I think it's called <laughs> in real life. Jesus <laughs> Christ, um, not good enough at that yet to know like when is an appropriate time to start pruning the leaves. But I did that all throughout last summer, so that's part for the course yeah. with the tomatoes. Also, if I don't prune them, they get so big they fall over. So. Oh, okay. Well, there yeah. you go. Balcony Garden um, FTW. <laughs> well, between when we recorded last and now, I actually got 98 fishing. Hell yeah. That's exciting. Currently 1.2 million XP till 98. So basically I got it today. Mm -hmm. um, and 
I looked back in Discord, and the last level I got was uh, on April 30th. Wow. So I got 97 on April 30th, and then it took 17 days to get 98. So, well, you I'm also doing a... <laughs> you went to Chicago for those couple of days. I did. You were with your I didn't family play for, like for those couple week. of days. So, like, oh my gosh, yeah, he'll have it I didn't by play tomorrow, for like two weeks. Is what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's gonna do hyper efficient three tick fishing and get it by tomorrow. <sighs> it's a little late for what I wanted to do, but I wanted somebody to teach me how to like get on Discord and just walk me through how to efficiently do three tick fishing like timing and stuff mm-hmm. but i guess it's i mean i got 1.2 million xp to practice it hair so. and pet <sighs> hair and pet <laughs> one of the goals that i have set for myself is 20 million xp in every skill so like i got another 7 million to get at some point Hell but yeah. i plan i did want to do most of that at, at temporos just to try and figure out that log mm-hmm. but I'm going to try and do as much as as much temporos as I can um, from 98 to 99 uh, so I can hopefully knock out a majority. I already have the barrel. I already have the tackle box. I'm almost done with the full spirit anglers. So, like, I have a lot of it done. Um, it's just the the more rare stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I may, I may try and learn how to do the three ticking just to speed it up a little bit. But I'm not going – I'm not going to give myself a deadline. I'm not rushing it. So – it may be like two more weeks. Um, so you guys, honestly, you may hear in the next episode, hey, 99 fishing, or it'll be two weeks from now. But I got a lot of editing to do, so I have to edit uh, the rest of the D&D episode, and then I have to edit this episode. So between now and when this comes out, I have a lot of editing to do. <laughs> Which, that being said, I'm going to try my darndest to still get it out, but you guys may be hearing this like on Friday. Or Saturday, just depending on what my schedule looks like. Um, because we are recording way later in the week than we normally do. Mm-hmm. So if you're still here and you're here for our RuneScape podcast after all that gardening talk, thank you for sticking around. If yeah. you haven't clicked away already. I mean, it's farming. It's not. I mean, <laughs> it's a fruit update kind of. Yeah. People like that stuff. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about today, Oxy? Um, we're talking about how I got a hydroclaw today which was sick oh hell Um, yeah no that's it it helped with my rebuild strats uh i went on this whole spiel on sunday about my plan and and where my money is going to be allocated to um tldr i need a sang staff to complete the final four elite combat achievements i have orig freezer two sleep tight nightmare speed trialist and seren speed trialist um sang staff is going to be critical for all of those so I planned on buying a saying staff and selling the ancestral hat that I bought and accidentally merged. Well, today I got a Hydra Claw, and instead of selling the Hydra Claw to buy a saying staff, I have enough money from Theater of Blood and Hydra that I am going to finish the Hydra task, buy a saying staff with the money I get, which should be about another 10 mil if I don't get any more drops. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. With the money left over from the Hydra task and buying the Sang Staff, I'm going to buy a Zami Hasta and just make myself a Dragon Hunter Lance. Oh. So 
I have thought back and forth where maybe instead of a lance, an imbued heart might be a better purchase because I'm generally the North Freezer at Tob. Maybe a Dragon Warhammer would be a better purchase. But I think mm-hmm. as far as making consistent money, a Dragon Hunter Lance is going to be nice. And I can also push for my 500 or um, 1,000 Vorkath by the end of the year. I think I'm at... Let me look myself up. I want to say I'm at like just over 600 Vorkath kills right now. Mm. Yeah, I'm at 607. So the goal is to hit a thousand Vorkath and a thousand Zalra by the end of the year. Really close. I have like 880 Zalra. So that's like a day of doing Zalra. But Vorkath is right. going to take me a little while. And Alliance is going to help that because frankly, Melee Vorkath is one of my favorite PVM experiences in the game. So yeah, that's also why I haven't purchased fletching supplies, but that is coming once we get on the Vorkath grind, surely, because now plans have changed a little bit. And the group Iron Man, I could probably talk the whole episode about strats for that because it's kind <laughs> of a total shit show at the moment. But I'm I have been I've become the de facto Slayer guy on the team. I'm the Slayer. I'm the Fletcher, and we're working on raising five mil for me to become the smithing guy too because i have the level to make diamond bolts with fletching but i need the level to make adamant bolts from smithing and then we just have an unlimited supply of diamond bolts because in the next couple of weeks we're trying to do chambers michael brace yourself yeah so i got some training to do buddy yeah you do (laughs) you got the you got the the membership now so we'll be we'll be cheering just bought membership we're good yeah um i had a question I forgot what it was. Was it, what are we talking about this week? Yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> I guess we'll move on. Um, what are we talking about this week, Oxy? So, originally when we recorded, the goal was for Michael and I to kind of brainstorm some ideas for what skills could benefit from new additions. Uh, a Giant's Foundry, or the Giant's Foundry, whatever it's called, uh, and the um, accompanying quest, uh, is coming out sometime later this year. I think they just got done polling it like this week. Like by the time this episode's yes. out, the poll will have ended. Um, that's a new smithing mini game that's going to allow players to do smithing in a new and different way, while occasionally being profitable, but also definitely not being the best XP from any method. Because as we talked about yeah. the other day. That's kind of the way Jagex rolls these days. Like, they are never going to create a new best method for anything. Besides right. maybe the Hollowed Sepulchre. And that's just because I don't have the XP rates off the top of my head. And even then, they nerfed yeah. the Sepulchre XP rates when they came out. So. Classic Jagex. Yeah. I mean, Giant's Foundry is not going to be bad. Um, we all know that, like, Jagex is terrible at actually, like estimating xp per hour mm-hmm. like they're not the most efficient when they do their tests because i mean they were saying that like lavas was going to be 80 to 90k an hour um with the giant pouch or whatever it's called colossal pouch i think people are getting closer to like 120k yeah if you're if you're tick perfect lavas are ridiculous no with the colossal pouch yeah. so uh, jagex estimated 276k or something like that for the giant's foundry but i have to believe it's going to be way more than that which, in my opinion, it's not much worse than gold bars. Uh, it's going to be a little, you know, click intensive. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine it's more click intensive than Blast Furnace. Blast Furnace, you can get rid of them. It's not terrible. But I'm excited for it. All of these updates are coming out after I've already gotten the skill maxed. You know, 99 smithing, GZ, me. But 
um, I, I just mentioned it before. I have a goal to get 20 mil in all skills. So like any any update that they bring out in the game, it's going to benefit me in some way. Yeah. Because I plan to train my accounts past 99 and I'll have a group Ironman to try it out on one day. Um, it promises to to utilize less bars, uh, which is nice. So did you want to get into the Giants Foundry? Uh, what we know? I mean... Or- I'm going to do a TLDR just because I do have a little bit of a time constraint myself. You know, I, I, so I have a time constraint because I took my national exam today and I passed it. So we're going to go get drunk and celebrate that. So I have people coming (laughs) over here in just over an hour. So that's the game plan. So TLDR, Giants Foundry, basically you have to do a prerequisite quest, which is also kind of par for the course for Jagex as of late. Prereq quest, which, you know, we love that shit around (laughs) here. Basically, you're going to do the Night Sword first and then go and do yeah. the Giant's Foundry. Exactly. So there's two pre You're going to do the Night Sword, then you're going to do uh, the Sleeping Giant quest. Um, so that's going to be some nice... That's like actually great. That's like nearly 40 smithing from those two quests, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I don't know the quest rewards off the top of my head, but like on a new, on a 6, new account, 000. that's like... For, dude, 6k? Yeah. That's like nearly 40 mm-hmm. smithing off the rack. Yeah. That's awesome. You get, you get 29 from... From the Night Sword and then 6k XP well, on top of that. 29 from the Night Sword? I thought, why did I thought you get yeah. more? But no, it's, I think it's 12k XP. Yeah. Which is yeah, insane no, for yeah, a free to play quest. It is, yeah. Um, by the way. So, yeah, uh, you'll get. I thought that was a good idea. A little, you'll get a little over 30, and then I'm sure there's other quests or award smithing. Or you can just stick diary lamps on it, because who gives a shit? Well, but... you might not if you have all the. All the training you can do with uh, Giants Foundry. Yeah. The thing is, you're gonna have to bring your own bars. Yeah, that's that's the downside. Yeah, it's not like any of the other uh, training methods that they've kind of put out, where they kind of give you the supplies and then mm-hmm. you like with Rift, Rift, uh, Guardians of the Rift. Yeah, like it's all in essence while you're yeah. there. Yeah. So that's the second part. But yeah. Which it'll make the bar economy go up a little bit. I think it's also on point with what like blast furnace or like smithing in general is like there are no real smithing methods that provide materials for you right other than maybe smithing elemental bars from elemental workshop because yeah it's all technically in-house but like (laughs) you still have to bring your own coal there's no coal deposits there which kind of sucks i'm kind of glad they did it like that though because you know if we had a, a a zero money way a completely profitable way of, of training smithing, it kind of would break the economy in the sense that like, yeah. you know, nobody's going to make darts as much. Um, mm-hmm. we're, we've got a lot of stuff tied to people just sitting there making the stuff. Yeah. There's like a whole underground, like, I don't, I think it's like world 306 or something. It's a free to play world. Oh, world 308. Yeah. yeah at Varrock at Varrock West Anvil, dude, they make like rune shit and will sell it for above <laughs> the high elk price or mm-hmm. like just under the high elk price. And you yeah, make below the high, elk. you make you a make lot profit. of money because alkers will buy it <clears throat> to profit that way. It takes yep. a hell of capital to get to that point. But I have experience doing that because whenever I did my smithing grind, I made Addy plates. And I went there and sold all of them um, because Addy plates are profitable for alking. It's just really hard to get them in bulk mm-hmm. uh, from the Grand Exchange because I, I think the limit's like 150 every four hours. Mm-hmm. So it's not a viable method if you're just trying to get them off the Grand Exchange. But yeah, they have a whole community of people who mostly make like rune two-handed swords. Yeah, rune two H is the best profit. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, some of the rewards from this, if you care to know, spoiler, we're going to we're going to spoil the rewards for the actual minigame if they pass the poll. All of this is kind of um subject to change. Actually, it probably will change. So, first on the list is the Smith's uniform. So, I thought this was really interesting. Um every time you wear a new piece of the outfit, it gives you a 20% chance to reduce your anvil by 1 tick. Mm-hmm. So, the whole set when worn is a guarantee that you'll be you'll have reduced your speed by one tick um so if you just have the top on maybe every other you know one in what is that two four six one in five one in five chance um that you'll that you'll have a one tick faster make um but yeah wearing the whole set gives you a hundred percent chance which i think is cool i honestly dude i really like how they're doing scaling outfits now where it's not just a boring 2.5% boost, mm-hmm. because that's really outdated. Um, people yeah. have found over the years that the only reason it's efficient or even needed to get a scaling outfit is if you're going past 99. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't save you any time from when you get the outfit to 99. In most cases, it's only like a couple hours. But all the new scaling outfits now, and especially with this new one that they proposed, it 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 breathes new life into getting a skilling outfit. And if I was a JMod, I would be looking at the conversation of, should we rework all the skilling outfits? I think so. It, it literally would only help the game. Yeah. I'm what I'm hoping. And I don't remember off the top of my head, how they're doing it. If they're doing it like a, um, like a reward shop or like a Mm. reward pool, you know, like Temporo says reward pool, winter Tata's crates guardians of the rift yeah. has both but like i'm curious how they're gonna do it but i'm i'm hoping it's not like astronomically expensive because that's In the been blog, it does talk about a reward shop so you should be able to buy it that's been the downfall of the other skilling outfits it's been the god what is it it's the construction outfit the guardians of the rift outfit um and even to an extent the spirit angler outfit kind of have been just really expensive for the amount of currency that you get per game yeah so it's one of those like you really got to commit to get the full outfit um i would agree they're all attainable (laughs) you know even even like the to go as far as like the sepulcher recolor is a hell of a lot longer than marks of grace to get like a like a um, like a current house recolor so there's a couple other ones. We'll go through them quickly. The ore pack, um, it just lets you purchase a lot of coal in one go. Um, you've got some different interesting molds that'll help you act like within the actual mini minigame. Um, eight cannonball mold. Now this one's going to be interesting uh, because it's just going to make making cannonballs way more AFK than it already is. Uh, I don't know if you're just going to make more. We'll have to see. It's definitely going to be interesting. Um, I have never made cannonballs on my account, but I know that if you do, and like a lot of people do it for AFK reasons, because I think it takes like two to three minutes to make an entire inventory, which is just insane. Um, they've got a smithing catalyst pulled, which is, uh, let's see, the smithing catalyst will reduce the amount of coal needed, but also double the XP given. Um, it's a consumable, non-stackable item that you keep in your inventory. Similar to Blood Essence, I would assume. Um, 
They've got a new smithing boost. So this will be a drink that you can buy from the shop and it'll be a plus four temporary boost, which is nice because right now you've got what a plus two or a plus three. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually a plus two yeah. um, that you can get from a drink. And then obviously you can, and it, it's the it. matured version of the drinks. So like if you're an Iron Man, go f- yourself, I guess like, <laughs> you can buy it. But and finally we have the Colossal Blade, which we could definitely spend a lot more time on. Um, and we may do it next time. Um, but this thing's, it's got massive strength bonus and uh, pretty good slash and crush bonus. So uh, we're going to have this linked in the description below. So if you could check out the blog, everything is at the bottom. Like we said, they're polling it this week. And the poll actually ends before the episode comes out. So we won't actually know if any of this passed yet. Um, but we're hoping it does. I just blank it. Voted yes. Yeah, on there's no reason for it not to. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I can't see any of it not passing. Maybe like the catalyst is kind of silly. It, we could have it. We could not. Um, but most of it, I think, is going to pass. So what we actually want to talk about today, and this was kind of inspired by the Giants Foundry, like Oxy said in the beginning, is we took a look at some of the skills that are in the game, and essentially we thought of. Well, what are some skills that are either boring or don't have a lot of content? What could we do with these skills that could make them interesting? Mm-hmm. Like a Sepulchre level, like a Guardians of the Rift, like a Temporos type. It doesn't have to be a minigame, but what can we do to spice it up? And so we've each come with a skill in mind. And um, we had a lot of stuff fleshed out the last time we recorded, which is, it's okay. Um, but we'll give you like the the final pitch essentially um the more hopefully like abridged version yeah <laughs> yes the abridged will make it condensed will make it beautiful um i went first last time so i think oxy you should go first this time sure i'll go first this time mine is going to be a little <laughs> bit shorter because i was kind of like free balling ideas on sunday oh yeah so of the skills that we looked at the first one that of course comes to mind for me is hunter um a couple of weeks ago during a fun question i had an idea for like kind of like a hunter type slayer task mm, where you go yes. out and you like hunt dinosaurs and shit and you like track them all over Gillinor. Um That sounds like a fun addition, but after thinking about it a little bit more, what I kind of realized that hunter needs isn't necessarily a singular new piece of content. Hunter needs a point. I've had time to think and kind of reassess my initial opinions and they mostly don't change, but I do want to acknowledge that like Hunter is pretty passive, which is a plus Hunter is profitable in a lot of different facets. Birdhouses are profitable. Chinchampas are profitable. Herbivore is profitable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not terrible XP per hour. It's not like mining where like enjoy your 15 K an hour at Motherload mine. If you don't pay perfect attention, you know, you get yeah. pretty decent XP rates at Herbivore, at Black Chins. You can three-tick Chins for good money uh, and good yep. XP. Hell, even Driftnet fishing ain't terrible. Um, so there's a lot of things that are good with Hunter. But what Hunter lacks is a point. And mm-hmm. hear me out on this one. So the highest requirement you need for anything in Hunter is 70 for Song of the Elves. For the Achievement Diary Cape, you need, you technically need 70, but the only diary requirement that requires a high hunter level is the Wilderness Elite Diary for the Black Salamander. Now, you need 70 for the Achievement Diary Cape as it is because you have to get a quest cape. So you have to complete Song of the Elves at this point, but 
Hunter doesn't have much of a requirement. Unlike mm-hmm. runecrafting, where you literally have to do it, you have to get at least 86 runecrafting. You have to get at least 85 uh, agility. You have to get at least 80 or 82 mining. You know, <clears throat> 91 fletching, 91 thieving. Like, you have to get some of these skills that don't often affect your day-to-day, especially if you're a big PVMer like me, that don't right. usually affect your day-to-day. Like, you have to get these skills pretty high, right? Mm-hmm. Hunter kind of stagnates after 60, though. Not after 60, it after really 67. Does. Like, there's not really yeah. a point to doing it. <laughs> and that's what Hunter lacks for me. I, I like the idea of a couple different additions to Hunter first and foremost the the addition of like a hunter task system i think would be good it's derivative of slayer certainly and i think it could Mm -hmm. get old really fast but i think part of the allure of slayer is prior to like level 80 it's sure as hell ain't the money right (laughs) like people think slayer's profitable but enjoy getting nothing until you're in I, I think the earliest you start to make any money realistically is 63 with worms. And that's if you collect every bone or get right. a harpoon drop. But like as far as consistent money goes, couple hundred K per task that comes at like gargoyles or neck reels, Right. So mm-hmm. it takes a long time to get there. But what I think is appealing about Slayer is this element of a random goal that's being set for you. Go kill 130 blue dragons because you're a low-level Iron Man and I hate you, which is what I'm doing right now. I'm killing baby blue (laughs) dragons. That's something I wouldn't normally do. But it's a random goal I now have because it feeds other goals of mine. I'm training combat, I'm training Slayer, and I'm doing this random thing, right? And there is some reward. Baby dragon bones are prayer experience, for example, for an Iron Man. Or maybe real dragon bones and blue dragon hide are money for a main account. Mm-hmm. This is not specific to my Slayer task. It's an example of how sometimes being randomly assigned something to do can be motivating to go do that thing, right? At the higher end, I finally got told to do a Hydra task, and I got a Hydra Claw today. So I'm I'm stimulating the rebuild on my main. Plus, people shit on it for being a count of three simulator. I fucking love Hydra. I really <laughs> enjoy that boss. I don't, there's, it's satisfyingly quick. Both rips and tears through Hydra. Like, I really enjoy Hydra tasks. Even though they take me no shit two weeks to get through. Because I only do about 20, 30 Hydra a day, and even that's like two or three hours. I really love Hydra tasks. I think a hunter a hunter task system could be beneficial if done the right way. But I don't think that's the only thing that we need to give Hunter a point. I think making Hunter a little bit more engaging. I know we didn't this isn't meant to me be me reworking Hunter, right? I am genuinely thinking of additions. Um mm-hmm. On Sunday, we kind of talked about the addition of, like, dinosaurs to Hunter. They have them in RS3 on, like, Akantia or something is the name of the island. I don't remember what it's called. I think Akantia is a snail from Ark. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> but there's an island full of dinosaurs. And I think a way to incorporate new content would be to also incorporate existing content. Right? With the Hunter skill... There is equipment that you have to wear. 
mm-hmm. but you don't actually have to wear it because it doesn't matter. They coded right. Hunter incorrectly, <laughs> and the clothing you get doesn't do anything for you. Unless you're talking about the spot of your cape, which used to be really good for weight reduction, but now we have Graceful, nobody wears it. If you made these dinosaurs, some of them sight-sensitive, so you had to wear certain kinds of camouflage. If you made certain, I think that level 39 Hunter, you can use smoke to mask the scent of a trap. Shoot me a comment or something in Discord. Have any of you ever actually done that since (laughs) Old School has released? Probably not, because it's not a mechanic that matters in Hunter. Maybe you have to smoke traps. Maybe you have to hide traps with different hunter levels and different hunter abilities. If you look at something like box traps, right, you'll see that chinchampas all have a preferred kind of bait that you don't have to use because (laughs) hunter is broken. Thank you, Colanello, for informing me on this in one of your videos. Um, Love to have you on the show, by the way. But bait doesn't matter. Equipment doesn't matter. Smoking traps doesn't matter. The only thing that matters outside of what level you can catch things at is how many traps you can put down and also what kind of birdhouse you can make, which also has a crafting level determinant with it, which, frankly, I think is a good addition. I think birdhouse is helped by having to train another skill alongside that to get the best XP. I think... If we made an island of dinosaurs, Michael kind of pitched like a Fossil Island 2, Fossil Island Jr., right? Yeah. That actually has these living, breathing dinosaurs, which the dinosaurs are a stand-in for any creature that could be hunted on this island. Give rewards, either cosmetic rewards, perhaps a graceful recolor of different areas. Could you imagine a jungle graceful? that now disguises you from dinosaurs that can't see jungle patterns, but also gives you the full weight reduction bonus. Um, That'd be so cool. Perhaps give you a way, maybe like the spirit angler outfit, where if you're wearing a certain uh, hunter outfit, like perhaps you're wearing kind of picture like a monster hunter-esque dinosaur outfit made from materials you've gotten from these creatures. Maybe when you're wearing that full outfit, your scent doesn't get put down on any of the traps. So now we have a skilling outfit added to the game, just like we talked about for Giant's Foundry, that is beneficial to get because like Spirit Angler, it has an additional effect Mm -hmm. to what might happen, right? Maybe the outfit itself, you know, gives you a chance to catch two of whatever you're hunting, beautiful for Chinchampas, and the dinosaur recolor allows you to have no scent when hunting dinosaurs or something like that. When I say what the piece of content needs for Hunter is a point, it's a lot of small things that don't quite equate to a skill rework, in my opinion. Because, again, there's nothing wrong with Hunter. A lot of Hunter methods, even the kind of, like, off-kilt ones, are pretty viable. You ever Mm -hmm. caught salamanders? That's pretty decent XP. You ever caught maniacal monkeys? That's pretty good XP. Yeah. Hell, even birds at the lower level aren't too bad for leveling <laughs> up, right? Herbivore, birdhouses, chinchampas, driftnet fishing. You've got that shit on Mulk Island where you can get the golden tench. That's engaging. Hunter has a lot of good content, and I don't think Hunter is a bad skill 
I think because there's not a point to Hunter, especially if you're a main account, right? There's no point to having a super high Hunter level, in my opinion anyways, that a new piece of content that incorporates other aspects of the skill that already exist is is crucial. So a hunter task system, a new area that requires um, hunter monsters to be tracked or caught in a certain way. Obviously, there has to be some sort of new reward. You know, yeah. perhaps there is a, a unique, graceful recolor. Um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that would be particularly beneficial as per it being related to hunter. I think but... you mentioned, like, whenever you catch a a monster it could drop some sort of item that would upgrade a weapon for instance um yeah maybe like upgrade to your scythe or yeah to your, yeah your whip, we, we did talk you know? about that yesterday um you know if you have like a tier 92 hunter monster <clears throat> that you go through all this work to trap you know maybe like one an hour spawns kind of like dragon imblings right there's one an hour per every world and you have like a one in 200 chance the exact same rate as a ring of endurance to get like you know a dinosaur tooth or a dinosaur rib and you add mm -hmm. that to your garazi rapier and now you have like you know the tyrant rapier like tyrannosaurus rex or you have the prehistoric <laughs> rapier or something like that yeah that upgrades an existing weapon that is a very inconsistent example of how pvm rewards work but you get my point maybe it's right. an upgrade to the leaf bladed sword because that might be a little bit more appropriate or the leaf bladed battle axe a prehistoric yeah. bladed battle axe that does more damage to kurasks and turoths small things right obviously mm -hmm. an upgrade to the garazi rapier might be a little off-putting also how does that make sense that an item from theater of blood gets upgraded through hunter that's kind of stupid shouldn't it be I the mean... other way around shouldn't an item from hunter be upgraded through theater of blood my point is something to improve an existing piece of content whether it is yeah. the garazi rapier or whether it's the dragon long sword or something like that you know something yeah. to kind of <clears throat> That would be actually sick as hell, though. Maybe even make ornamental dragon longsword kits so they look jagged, you know? Ah, that'd be cool. It would kind of revitalize some old content if they were to make these untradeable attachments for dragon tier weapons. So maybe you could have a dragon longsword with a hunter attachment that suddenly makes it like a tier 70, like a tier 75 weapon. Um, maybe e even a like bit. a tier 65 weapon like still not well, better than an abyssal whip now yeah like still not better than an abyssal whip but a little bit better well if you're gonna get okay because my thinking on that was like you're gonna get 92 hunter or 91 hunter just to have a small upgrade like a, a five level upgrade on your dragon longsword i don't think that's worth it but if it made it as good as maybe a whip and you have an alternative to training slayer that would be cool. Because some people just don't like Training Slayer. I don't know. Who doesn't? I do. That's true. I mean, low-level Slayer sucks. I'm yeah. doing it on the groupie. Man, I got 46 Slayer. This shit sucks. Mm -hmm. So I get it. So, like, yeah, imagine <coughs> you have a Dragon Longsword. You got 60 attack. Um, 
you use that until you get 75 attack, but then you're simultaneously training Hunter, and now you have this attachment that's going to help you once you hit 75 attack, and then uh, you can use that attachment on your Dragon Longsword to then help you get higher Slayer until you can get a whip. Yeah. Which, a whip is 65, isn't it? Or a, whip is a whip 70, is 70. But a whip yeah. on an Iron Man also requires 80 Slayer if you're going to pie boost. 85 if yeah. not. Yeah. 85 so, if not. So it's a long time before your yeah. whip level. <laughs> and you're using <laughs> that Dragon Longsword for a long time. Yeah. Usually it's know? a Dragon Scimitar because of the. Sorry, uh, Dragon DPS, Scimitar. But using, yeah. in any case, something to. <clears throat> give it some like maybe it's a tier 65 weapon now because while barrows is really good for armor barrows weapons just are not you got derox <laughs> great axe Varrox flail and guthan's war spear for those three sets specifically but like mm-hmm. you don't independently use a guthan's war spear you can make an argument for carol's crossbow because it is the poor man's blowpipe so that works but like Prior to an Abyssal Whip, there's really nothing in between. It's Dragon Scimitar, you get 70 attack, and then you train strength with your Dragon Scimitar until, like, the high 80s, mid-90s, when you have 85 um, Slayer to go kill Abyssal Demons. So, And that's if you don't get somebody to carry you through T.O.B. as an Iron Man, and maybe you get a Rapier... You know, yeah, like, like it, you know, you could RNG. get lucky and get like <laughs> dragon claws or something from a carried raid or like, yeah. you know, we, we have a, a friend who, instead of doing corrupted gauntlet, uh, Kyle got lucky and got a Garazi rapier. So that's his weapon. Oh. Okay. You know, so oh, yeah, you can get the, you can get the blade of Saldor. Nobody talks about that anymore because it's just way too overpriced to even be viable anymore for not for Iron Man. I mean, if you if you get an enhanced crystal weapon seed, I would hope that you make a Bofa and not a Blade of Saldor. Uh, I mean, it depends on what you're using it for, I suppose. Like, if you're grinding Tob, you'll probably want a Blade of Saldor. But if you're trying to get your Infernal Cape, you probably want to do whatever. But <laughs> yeah. If that said, yeah. if you're an Iron Man who's been grinding for an enhanced crystal weapon seed, unless you got Hella Spooned, you probably have a shitload of shards. So, end of the day, you're probably set with whatever you end up with. But yep. It's very true. In any case, speaking of a big old tangent, something to improve existing content. Michael is correct. Whether it's an addition to dragon weaponry to make it cooler. Maybe it's an addition to dragon armor to make it look like dinosaur armor. I don't know. That would be so cool. (laughs) Some sort of upgrade to existing material that both looks cool and serves a purpose while not being ridiculously overpowered. If you guys have any ideas for what you could have from a hunter upgrade, let us know in Discord because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also I also half considered crafting as well because hear me out. As a filthy main, why do you train crafting? For the cape. That's it. <laughs> for the cape. Cool. So it's one got in a, 99 it, it needs a point. <laughs> it's got a good teleport. Once you hit 80 or even 79 with the plus five boost for the Mauritania Elite Diary, what are you training crafting for? I argue without the without the crafting guild teleport or without a bank being in the crafting guild, it would be one of the worst capes in the game. It's like it there's there's no point on a main account to train crafting. And if I'm wrong, correct me because I'm open to feedback, but I, I literally can't think of a reason 
It's I'm not that sure, profitable. Like you're not well, making I'm sure money. there are some niche uses where like I've been saving battle staves my whole life, and now I have a, a, well, a bill a worth of battle staves. Just, like you can buy them, though. That's, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. So we're think we're talking strictly as a main encounter. Is Iron Man as crafting is essential, right? Yeah. Crafting you is how you get all your, your jewelry and your armor your zenites, and things like man. that. Your zenites in particular, you got to get yep. literally. If you're not going to boost, you have to get 98 crafting, and at that point, you might as well just get 99. That's one thing I do appreciate about crafting, though. Like. Not to put it down too much, but like it, it is one of the skills that has a use for people until you're almost maxed. Like that and herb lore are probably the two of the most balanced one to ninety nine. You're doing something the entire time, Hon- or like honestly, you unlock yeah. things. They they really I mean, are. They're they're worthwhile unlocks. Mm-hmm. Construction, you, know? you could argue there's stuff the whole time, but even then. Um, you're not really doing much after 82 because you're boosting anyway. Bro, I got um, 84. Why did I get 84 construction? Or I think it's 83. It's 84. It's 83 or 84 for the ornate jewelry box. I think it's 83 but, for the jewelry box because it's a plus 3 then a plus 5. So it's a plus 8 because it's 91 for the jewelry box. I think for some reason I wanted to get 84 so I didn't have to worry about specifically getting a plus 5 boost. Oh, I don't remember, frankly. I looked on my wise old man tracker. I have trained <laughs> maybe 30K worth of construction the entire year. Almost all of that has come from Demporos. Like, I haven't yeah. trained Khan since I hit 84. I love with you yeah. guys. So, yep. long bones and Temporos, baby. <laughs> I'm at 130K over 99, and that's probably all from Winter Todd and Temporos. Tangent aside, I think it's my turn. I Yeah, I think it is. I think... That about covers it. I know it's not necessarily a concrete piece of new content like Michael's about to present, because I think Michael's got a pretty good pretty good thing cooking here, but <laughs> it, it's more of a broad concept that I think needs to be applied to Hunter, and somewhat crafting, but mostly Hunter. Yeah. So I'm going to need your help like we did on Sunday with this one, because I think you had a lot of good ideas. But I think that there's one skill in this game that is boring, but not unbearable and that is woodcutting so basically from level one to level 99 you chop a tree you drop the logs there is an argument that um, you can bank them for some money if you do a certain way or you're banking them to train fire making or fletching but i digress after you hit at least 75 um or once you get to teaks and you're just chop and drop, there's really no point to woodcutting um, other than going for 90. And at that point, the whole point is to get 99 so you can stop woodcutting. So <laughs> yeah, that that is a really good point. Like, why do people go for 90? So like an AFK Redwoods, get 99 and not do it again or get the pet. And then, yeah, yeah, like pet, it's, um, it's weird. So yeah. 90 is the requirement for the diary. You can get 85 and boost. Um, but the highest requirement for a diary is 90 because you need to chop a redwood log. So you can make an argument that after 85, there's really no point to woodcutting. Now, my idea doesn't necessarily give you a point to train woodcutting past 85, but it does give you a more interesting way other than chop and drop. And that is in the form of a new skilling minigame slash boss, skilling boss. So <clears throat> we kind of narrowed it down to. It could be in the wilderness, but it doesn't have to be. 
I just want it to be kind of spooky because the idea here is to fight and or defend somebody against a giant monster ent, E-N-T. So a giant living tree of some sort. And this ent could have um, the ability to like grow trees at a, at, a, at a moment's notice and block your path. The whole idea came from just thinking about like a Temporos or Winter Todd style boss, but wanting it to be more interesting than just like collect resource, shoot resource at boss. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because, I mean, that's a fun way and that's an interesting, um, easy way to make a, you know, a mechanic for a skilling boss. But once you've done it twice, I think and, like if they do it a third time, it'll just be like a, a roast fest on Reddit. So we're going to try and avoid that with this one. Oxy came up with the idea last time we recorded that the arena that you're in could almost be like the rings of a tree. So it's going to be like a circular kind of off circle shape. And there's different rings that you have to traverse to collect the resources or to collect certain things to help you win each round. He also thought of a way that this could turn into some sort of a maze. So I don't know if you want to go into this, Oxy, but I think you had a really good idea the last time we talked about it. Yeah, so the TLDR is that the rings kind of like rotate in certain directions every couple of game ticks with the rings on the outside holding the best resources to give you the most points. Decent XP, but definitely the most points because obviously with every minigame, there's a points versus XP threshold, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know how Guardians of the Rift, sometimes the, the blood, death, and fire are only open for a certain period of time and you want to get the best ones, or there's the double fishing spots, that's in Poros, right? The best resources are on the outer rings, but the outer rings shift at a faster rate. So maybe it's every 12 game ticks, or every 15 game ticks, um, they rotate by one. And if another ring below that rotates at a different speed or in a different direction, make it function like a maze, where you kind of have to randomly wait for a path to open up, and hope mm-hmm. a path stays open, right? Yeah. And, you know, that kind of adds that risk and reward factor of, like, if I can get back in time, I'm going to get hella XP because I'm adding redwood bark or, like, redwood, you know, saplings or whatever to this boss I have to kill. Because that's basically mm-hmm. all skilling minigames, get material... <laughs> put them in the boss somehow whether it's shooting them or like helping it stay alive like guardians of the rift yeah Yeah. but i have to risk not getting back on time right we talked about a couple other things like you had an idea for like getting attacked by roots and a big thing that you suggested yeah it was like rewards good gameplay yes so the idea was like with the maze you could have different paths that you can take but the like the more Um, desirable paths could be lined with like these roots that will trip you up. But the one point that I wanted to make, and Oxy just kind of mentioned it, was um, rewarding good gameplay because it has to have some sort of element of you can avoid it if you know how. Because it'd be really frustrating to like be tick perfect in every single way 
and then you just get tripped up by a random root that you had no control over. The cold of the winter, Todd, seeps into your bones. Makes That's... me want to throw my keyboard sometimes. <laughs> I hate that shit. So, yes. Yeah, so if we could go back and rework winter, Todd, it would make it to where uh, there's no random um, thing that will hurt you, but you can avoid like the snowfall and the brazier. It would be uh, it would be along those lines. Like you would see some sort of animation that would warn you that a root is about to hit you. You could dodge it, mm-hmm. and it would be rewarding the good gameplay versus just punishing good gameplay because that's the one thing that would make most people just be like, "Yeah, this sucks." Yeah, like not even punishing, just like stupidly inconveniencing good gameplay yes you know we kind of talked yeah yeah, we kind of talked on sunday that these mechanics already exist where if you don't play well you suffer dearly uh think of necks and nightmare with the shadow attacks because it turns off your run energy right uh nightmare nightmare like shits all over you if you (laughs) i'm I'm thinking specifically like fazani's nightmare Mm -hmm. it'll just hit you for like a 60 Oof. If you get hit by a shadow. Um, yeah. So it's big damage, right? Winter Todd kind of has it with the big snowfall things that you can avoid. Yeah. Which, frankly, I think if you took away the stupid, annoying tick damage and replaced it with just, like, absolute body-crushing, hardcore Iron Man killing, like, when the Brazier breaks, you get hit a 40. Doesn't matter what your, like, HP level is. Like, you just get one bang yeah. if you're not quick enough on the Brazier. <clears throat> but you don't take random tick damage. I like, would even I would even go as far as to say, remove all damage from Winter Todd, lower the XP rates a little bit, and just make it more to where it's like a time delay thing. So they already kind of have that where you can't spam click the Brazier. Uh-huh. So say the Brazier breaks, you get bounced back, like six tiles and then your character has to walk back or something or the your breaks snow hits shops, you, there's nothing under there for there's you. nothing under there <laughs> what does it say in the plugin that tells you like all your mistakes bye bye <laughs> bye so where's the snow falls mistake on you. <laughs> tracker 2022 baby let's go bye <laughs> but um in our mini game and so in the in the woodcutting mini game it would reward good gameplay in the sense that you could avoid the traps. Um, Ox already kind of talked about the the outer rings being the best. And like, I even thought of like in somewhat similar aspect to guardians of the rift, you could be trying to defend uh, like a, 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 an old and an old wise tree from like possessed lumberjacks or something. Um, and you need to fortify walls around it. Or you need to do something to like immobilize the lumberjacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was even thinking just now, because we talked about scaling outfits. So um, Jmods, if you're out there and you're listening, these ideas are free. Uh, we need, it would be really cool to make some sort of like benefit to wearing the lumberjack outfit. Maybe like if you're wearing the lumberjack outfit, the the possessed lumberjacks ignore you or something because you're kind of blending in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would make it to where it makes sense to wear it. Or I don't know, you can navigate the forest easier because we talked about it, like being in the wilderness, being kind of spooky because it's going to be like a scary forest mm-hmm. um, and the different maze is kind of dark. I don't know. You mentioned the last time we recorded that, you know, you had to like access the wilderness to get to it. 
I don't know if I if I really like that idea because I, I think of woodcutting as like this jolly skill. Everybody loves it. You know, there's really nothing wrong with it. There's no trees that are good to chop except for a magic tree in the wilderness. Um, so I don't know. Thematically, it doesn't really make sense to me. But there's ants out there. You could even make it themed like That's a spirit true. tree. You know, like I that think we said true. That, like if you want to go on like the defending route, you could make it so like you have to defend a spirit tree oh. and you have to reinforce its defenses by putting different kinds of bark or different kinds of logs mm. on there. Yeah. I think an upgrade like from that mini game, an upgrade to the the lumberjack outfit, first of all, the upgrade has to make you buff as shit. Yeah, you ever seen a scrawny lumberjack? Absolutely not. Nope. Who's that nope. hot guy on TikTok that splits the logs the size of cars? Make you look like him, right? Yep. Yeah. Ripped. <laughs> even even for female characters, even just ladies. shredded. Like Have you seen we're talking a lady lumberjack. They're hot. I sure. I don't think I've ever seen a lady lumberjack, but I mean, if you can split a log like that, it'll make me More act up. In any case, <laughs> in any case. Some a a cosmetic change would be neat, but more importantly, you know, giving it a benefit that wouldn't be game breaking. My first thought was like double logs for the same amount of XP, but that kind of drastically changes XP per hour some places. Yeah, like that that has a bit too much of an effect. Yeah. So maybe this new lumberjack, maybe this <laughs> new lumberjack outfit has like a a 2.5% chance to save infernal axe charges. So you don't have to use yeah. charges when using your infernal axe. Cause like everybody uses an infernal axe, unless you're an iron man who's trying to save it or like only has one smoldering <laughs> stone for your infernal harpoon. If you're a main account and you're going for a 99 wood cutting, you're using an infernal axe. Like if you're not, I would like to know why. Right. <laughs> but if you're if you're cutting redwoods 299 on a main account, you're probably using an infernal axe, which it's is free good. Fire Keep XP, doing that. So. Free fire making XP and it saves time from dropping logs, right? Yep, yep. So maybe it saves charges on an infernal axe. Maybe it's kind of derivative of the smithing thing and there's like a, say a 10% chance that like you have the opportunity to collect a log potential to collect a log every four game ticks instead of every five mm -hmm. game ticks at like a 5% chance. So it kind yeah. of increases XP if you get lucky, Yeah, but not like dramatically. Well, if you're going to go through the, the trouble of upgrading the, the entire outfit, I would even give it the same specs as the smithing outfit. Like I, I think at you that have to point, get the lumberjack outfit and you have to spend all these points or, get random drops from the from the boss you should be able to get like a hundred percent chance to reduce by one tick i don't think that that's terribly game breaking but maybe maybe it negates all like tick manipulation maybe they code it to where it breaks tick manipulation or something i don't know that actually, I don't know how it would do that but <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah because i think a, I, the way the way three ticking you can even so you can two tick teeks where you have two NPCs attacking you, they're off tick, so it's like attack, nothing, attack, nothing, attack, nothing, attack, nothing. And on that nothing action, you're clicking on the tree. Mm. So you auto retaliate, 
So you're turning and then you're clicking and then you're turning another way and then you're clicking and then you're turning another mm. way and you're clicking and you have a chance to get a log on each of those actions. So to to negate two tick teeks, that's a lot of work. But I, I think in order to make that feasible, to speed up that action, um, it, would, it might have to not be a hundred percent chance. Cause you're right. It's way too easy to tick manipulate, but it would also you can't have tick to manipulate be... smithing. So I think that's the argument. Um, you can't, you can't get a faster rate unnaturally mm -hmm. through smithing. You can with wood cutting. Mm -hmm. So it, it would have to be like, you're right, like 10%, maybe 30% with the whole set. I feel like that's fair. It would also have to be astronomically expensive. Uh -huh. Like if you get five points a game, it's got to be like 500 points per upgrade piece. Like, yeah, it's got to be a lot of money. Kind of like how the construction outfit is pretty decently expensive, but also saves you a shitload of money in the it long does. Term. It really does. Like it construction, saves you like a couple mil at least. Yeah, it's you know if you're especially if you're strapped for cash, the construction outfit's great. So that like that's one that I don't think needs a rework. But so I think there's potential. I think there's definitely a theme of like skilling outfits are good, but changing how they work is big. Yes, I would love to see that. Um, apart from like changing emotes, like I said last week, if I'm if I'm hired at Jagex, one of my personal projects would be to look at skilling outfits. Because it's just like, again, there's no point. For the time it takes to get most of them, besides the woodcutting one, it's almost not worth it. Mm -hmm. So woodcutting, I say it's not, you know, it's easy. It takes you 30 minutes max. I would either A, this is the two options you have. Either make all the skilling outfits where you can just buy them with money or change how they work because the time it takes to get them does not equate any sort of benefit unless you're going for 200 mil it's also not balanced per outfit no it's not like, it's not a couple of them a couple of them are super random with rng a couple of them take a guaranteed like several hundred hours to get you know yeah. or several even like several dozen hours. dozens of hours yeah like, dozens yeah they of take hours. you know the construction outfit versus um, the prospector outfit take a different amount of time. But then if we're talking about the prospector outfit, we also kind of got to consider the recolor Diary. takes way too long. Oh, to yeah. Get. The recolor takes <laughs> ungodly too long to get the recolor. Again, for why, but I don't know, no, man. No benefit. <laughs> Zero benefit other than it looks cool. Swag points. Cape. You know, but yeah. again, doesn't match the mining cape, so who <sighs> gives a shit? Like, yeah. that was a missed opportunity there, Jagex. That's a call out to episode three? Episode but, two? But even then, <laughs> that was episode... Yeah, that was episode two. Damn. Yeah. But the, the shitty part about that is the Prospector outfit looks really good with the mining cape. It's the recolored yeah. prospector outfit that looks like shit with the mining cape. Like, but if you so, got a smithing cape, it is gorgeous. Does look real good with any gold trim cape. It looks real good. But it's very true. Yeah i I hope you guys liked our our random ideas. This episode was kind of themed around the idea that we're just gonna pitch some new things. These aren't like fully developed, fully fleshed out ideas. It's not like Reddit posts where you have to like <laughs> zoom all the way in on your phone. Cause there's so right. much information, you know, you click on an image on Reddit and it makes it super narrow. Cause it's just so big. It isn't that well thought out. 
right? You've heard our things and have probably thought of corrections that would be objectively better than what we have yeah. suggested, right? Maybe you disagree with why we think we need some of these things as well, but it's just a suggestion to add new content to the game. That right. like and and what does that hurt? So I hope you guys enjoyed this little spiel. Yeah. And and with that Reddit post idea, if you guys do end up like taking your idea and running with it, just give us credit, you know. <laughs> Shout out the show. That's all we ask. Like I really don't care if somebody takes the concept of a spirit tree boss or like an int and just fully develops an entire woodcutting minigame because I'm not going to do it. And yeah. how would it get in the game otherwise? So again, just credit us. That's all we care about. Shout out to <laughs> XP Waste for being Shout out to XP both That's intelligent all you say. <laughs> and handsome. When... Cite your sources. <laughs> <laughs> when, when thinking about these things. Maybe, uh, maybe drop a link to this episode in your Reddit post. That's all we ask. I'm so unconditionally mad about that. All right. This is just a random thing, right? I just had a frog appear next to me in Zanaris. Uh And longtime listeners and anyone who's been with me in VC know that if there's one thing I'll always f*** with, it's a frog token. A frog popped up next to me and it wasn't the frog random event. So I got hella excited for a frog token on the Iron Man. But I was just left with disappointment. And I Why? think because I didn't get a frog token, Michael. What'd you get? I, I got nothing. It's just one of those stupid Zanaris things that pop up and ask you dumbass oh. questions <laughs> and like disappear. Your character's like, that was weird. Was it a frog? Yeah, it was the frog prince from what? the frog random event. Oh yeah, my gosh. I don't know. So I just got teased with a frog random event. Oh. I think that's an appropriate time to send people off for break. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. So, um, if you stick around after the break, which we hope you do, uh, we'll have some fun questions. We'll do a little more uh, theorizing with the fun question. So, see you after this. Hey, howdy, folks. My name is Prospect Percy, and we're looking for some fine young adventurers who want to hone and grind their skills. Now, if this sounds like you, then you've got to come on down to Motherload Mine. Down here, we got everything you need to train up them gathering and artisan skills. We got hammers, we got pickaxes, we got dwarves, we got other adventurers, we got a bank, and we got some baby moles. We've even got Grandma! Howdy, Grandma! Howdy, Percy! You probably go come on down here looking for ores. Let me tell you, we got all sorts. We got coal, we got gold, we got mithril, we got adamantite, and even runite. And where do all them there ores come from? Say it with me, fellas. Pay dirt! That's right, folks. Them there walls are lined with pay dirt. Mine a bag full and toss them on the conveyor belt. Watch it go down the water. Say hi to the baby mole for me. Once it hits the sack, go mine some more. Load your pay dirt on until the bag is full and fix that dang wheel. When your sack is all full and you're picking through them rocks, you might find some of them there gold nuggets. I'll take them off your hands for all sorts of goodies like bags of gems and bags for coal and bags for more pay dirt. I've even got some fancy mining clothes because who doesn't love a fishing fashion skate? Cart your way down to Felidor to the Mudload Mine just next to the Mining Guild to make all your painter dreams come true. Welcome back. We hope that you enjoyed that commercial break because I know that I sure did. It is the part of the show where we shout out our lovely patrons. Um, we love all of you, but we're going to start out with the Wisel Man tier. Shout out to Scape Caution, Lagio, Bolomer, 
Basket. Benjamin R. Hadadbod. C. Gladney. Morty. Creamed Ham. Durf Nasty. Drum TXT. Duke Bradley. D. Falconer. Flying Cassiel. Forestry. Fortimus. Imby Jones. Jack M. Jake W. Jordy. Potato Pancake. Posh Padre. 999999. Ice. Poilo. Russa Fury. Oxy's Left Nut. Ryan H. Salted Snake. Soggy Waffles. Shadow. Swag Daddy 3000. I love that. Toast No Toast. Troll. Tyler H. And Zach without a K. Thank you to all of our Wise Old Man patrons. And we got to shout out our KBD tier people. Big shout out to Oxy's dad. My dad. Cookies in Milf. <laughs> Draven. Kroll. The Lord Jake himself. Our third favorite supporter, Ralph. And Spartan Fire. Thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon. If you want to join the Patreon, uh, head over to patreon.com slash waste. We have two other tiers we didn't mention. That is the Gnome Child and the Party Pete, both at $1 and $5 respectively. Lots of cool benefits linked to Patreon. So now it is time for our community question. So last week we asked you guys, what is your favorite diary reward? So we're not going to have time to read all of them. So I'm just going to pick at random. Which is entirely my fault, by the way. I told Michael we got to go fast. So if your community question... (laughs) doesn't get answered i apologize that's my fault i have friends waiting in my apartment to go get drunk with me right now so yeah fast i'm jealous anyway um like i said we're gonna pick at random because that's the only fair way to do this so i'm scrolling and you can see i'm going to stop right there p daddy says i'm huge into farming so i like the rd cape four and the mauritania elite i oh i do too and we're scrolling 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 stop Bone Crusher, Jacob M. Bone Crusher, I get low-key triggered when I see bones on the ground. I don't know if I relate, but I do like the Bone Crusher. And finally, we have Josiah L. I have all the mediums and a few hearts done so far. My favorite for now is the Rada's Blessing. Great one. Clutch Telly to Konar and the Elite Completion means the best-in-slot blessing. Close second is the Morty Hard for the Barrows Telly. So thank you to everyone who did answer the community question this week. Um, they should all be pinned on Spotify if you want to go and read them. And we have two, I think two or three responses on the YouTube. So go to last week's video and check the pinned comment. Um, but this week we want to ask, how would you rework a skilling outfit? I think that's a relevant question. And I'd love to know what your thoughts are. Yeah. Or add like, a skilling a cool outfit. Topic. Who knows? Yeah. Add a skilling outfit. What skill needs a skilling outfit? Oxy. I think it's time for the uh, Achievement of the Week. So we do have some Achievements of the Week, as we always do. Um, The biggest one we're going to talk about this week is the Skilling Achievements of the Week, because we have a lot of 99s, and what's exciting about that is it's a lot of 99s from, like, one person. So, (laughs) yes, longtime friend of the clan, the MIG. I, I I don't know why I'm saying friend of the clan. He's in the clan, respected member, MIG. Hi, MIG. He got 99 mining, 99 smithing, and 99 agility oh my all in like two days. So Jeez the man 
was absolutely pounding out 99. So he's getting a special shout out for cracking off a lot of just shitty skills done in one week to get nine, to get mining and agility done in one week. And you said he already has room crafting done, right? Yep. Yeah. That's huge. He's got all so, the easy, like he's got all the hard ones done. So he's basically maxed. Yeah. 2262 total, by the way. Damn. Now there have been some other <laughs> there have been some other ninety nines this week that of course we're not going to breeze over because it's unfair to talk about one ninety nine when others happened. Forestry got ninety nine mining. Our friend Woo! Big Comfort got ninety nine range at Vorkath, which at Vorkath. I think is fun. And our friend Stin got ninety nine crafting. He didn't get it any. He got it at the Grand Exchange, not at Vorkath. Forestry got his at Motherload Mine. So we have, uh, we do have a quest achievement of the week. You know, with the cape of accomplishment. Um, yep. Our friend Matt RSM got his first ever quest cape on his Iron Man this week. Nice. Which is double impressive, kind of. I don't know. I shouldn't be praising Iron Man mode, but I am because, God, it's this harder. game mode is cursed. <laughs> it's harder, so... Great guns. This, great. this game mode is cursed. So yes, congratulations <laughs> on your quest cape there. Big achievement. We love a good quest cape around here. Yeah. And in line with other things that we hear TNL absolutely just adore. Um, I got two that I want to shout out because I got two relatively PVM based ones. Uh, I also just saw that Tranquil Days got 99 mining. Shout out to you, Tranquil Days, for getting in there because we recorded several days late. But we got two PVM-related ones. We've got uh, Halves. Yeah, that's how you say his name. We've got Halves, who killed Zalra for the first time ever on Woo! any account. And it's on his Iron Man, too. So, hell yeah. We love, love we love for Zalra kills. He did it with... Uh, the the crystal bow just like we said 15 <laughs> hp in a dream hell yeah so congratulations that's always huge to finish zora for the first time get that diary step done we also have our friend duke bradley who said let's f-ing go never thought i'd get this far but here we are completed recipe for disaster Woo! shouting that out for two reasons number one we do love ourselves a good um we do love ourselves a good best in slot upgrade or second best in slot upgrade, but like realistically for a mid to late game account, best in slot upgrade. You've heard the spiel before. And recipe for disaster is actually a hell of a lot of PVM. Mm-hmm. That final boss fight is like seven boss fights in one. Plus all the other stuff you have to fight throughout the mini quests. So I'll consider the completion of RFD a PVM achievement. <laughs> I died during RFD before the death rework um, and lost I lost my like mystic and all my death runes because I was using like fire blast live on stream. It was a the noob times were 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 something back in the day. So that is going to do it for achievement of the week this week. As always, for everyone who achieved something, congratulations. Keep posting things in our discord. We'd love to see when you guys do something awesome. No matter how big or how small you may think it is, throw it in there. We'll love to see it. Yeah, and if you want to send us an email, <laughs> we would love to receive your <laughs> achievement of the week by email or just anything you want to talk about. Or postcard. Email- <laughs> well, I was going to get to that. <laughs> if you have an email you want to send us, it's pod at gmail.com. <clears throat> if you want to send us a postcard of what we're going to talk about next, which is a fun question, 
um, you can send it to XPWA's podcast at P.O. Box 634, Haslett, Texas 76052. I don't know why I have to read that every time. I've got it memorized. I just, for confidence, I read it. But please, I haven't checked the post. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't checked the P.O. Box in a minute, um, probably for like a week or a week and a half. So if there is a postcard in there and I just haven't gotten it yet, I will check it tomorrow. Um, that being said, though, if you send us a fun question on a postcard, I will physically read it in front of you. So that'll be fun. But it is fun question time, is it not? It is. It is fun question time. I know this is really abridged as per normal with an episode, but like I'm I'm going home tomorrow. I won't be able to record on my laptop. Yeah. I'm going out in like 20 minutes. We're going to go fast. So <laughs> thank you guys for bearing with us on this kind of scuffed second portion. Yeah. Well, we had a whole fun question segment that will never see the light of day. Um so we kind of have to do it quick. I think that's the theme of this whole episode. It'll probably Fans. be one of the shortest episodes uh, in a that we've long had in a time. long time. Yeah, in a long yeah. time. And so this week, we do have a fun question for you. We're just going to recycle the one we did from Sunday. But I challenge you, Oxy, to pick a different answer because I'm going to try. Damn it. Okay, I fine. think I think Damn my it. answer from, from Sunday was fun, but this wouldn't be the fun question if it wasn't from the top of our head. So, Oxy. If you could pick a boss from a Disney movie villain for a quest or just a random boss encounter in old school RuneScape, who would it be? I, I'm going to repeat the, what I said the other day. Ursula, right? <laughs> but she owns a castle and she puts you through five waves of intense <gasps> PVM encounters until the very end of this long fight you have to fight ursula herself and she has three phases in her final phase she says behold my true nature and yeah she's the basis for verzik so that was the joke from the other day but you know ha, ha, can't ha, tell ha, a not ha. funny joke twice and expect people to laugh um <laughs> i'm laugh. annoyed that you're making me change it because i actually developed my lotso hug and bear fight a little <laughs> bit <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Okay, I mean, if we have time, you could say it again. But, but no, at this point, <laughs> I I figured it out. You remember the Knights Wave training grounds? Uh, yeah. We're doing a little something like that, but hear me out, right? Knights Wave training grounds, but it's the Seven Dwarves. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I know they're not villains, right? They're not inherently bad guys. You wanted something off the top of my head? Bitch, okay. this is love off the it. top of my head. Nice Knights Wade training grounds, but it's the seven dwarves. And each of them are so different combatively that you have to take a weird ship. There's a dude running past me right now. He's bare naked with a slayer helm and mm -hmm. a dark bow. Shout out to you, Veraminthus. Could be an Iron Man, could be a gold farmer, doesn't matter. Maybe <laughs> one of them can only be killed with a dark bow spec. You know? Okay. Maybe you have to maybe sleepy is like the final boss sleepy's like nightmare <laughs> you know oh my god maybe nightmare is sleepy when oh it's gosh. who knows ma'am that would be funny as hell sleepy is just the nightmare fight but like really short <laughs> um, so yeah because there's Night's different wave. themes of dwarves so then you know you have grumpy you have sleepy you have sneezy so they just have different abilities and or mechanics. Yeah, they have that. different Actually resistances, related. so you have to fight with all three <laughs> combat styles. Maybe it's like the Inferno, where you have to do it all at all at once. So you have to like manage supplies and like tribrid all your gear while you're in there. You know, so yeah, 
What I love that what, dwarf dwarf wave training grounds. So I guess that's a yeah. little twist on the actual question because it could be name a Disney character to make into a boss. Well, I had a villain in mind. I was thinking the Inferno, but it's Lotso Hug and Bear, and you have to go through several waves of toys before you get to Lotso, <laughs> and then you have to fight Lotso with like tribrid combat. <laughs> At the very end, and he'll like stamp his cane and shit, and like try to throw you in lava. Like, oh, who knows? Man. So, but now that that try one's to off the table, you. yeah, I don't know. That's Where's awesome. your kid now, Sheriff? <laughs> so mine is uh, mine was Scar from Lion King, since we're talking about the ones we had last time, hmm. and um, <clears throat> just a giant lion boss with like hyena minions. This time around, I'm going with the villain from uh, The Incredibles. The, the mole guy who has like the like the the <laughs> yeah. drill thing yeah. so it's going to be in addition to the mole it'll be giant mole too and um <laughs> hard, once you kill hard the mole, mode giant mole <laughs> it's hard mode giant mole once you kill the mole it unlocks it drops a key or it drops some sort of like paw that you use on a door and once you go in the door um it sets off this guy who has a giant drill that you have to avoid uh, throughout his boss lair, as well as uh, fighting him and all of his minions. So little baby moles coming at you with like sharp claws, slightly like possessed and or um, pumped up on like chemicals to make them more deadly because giant moles are not that hard. Baby moles are very cute. But um, that was actually the first one that came to mind when we recorded last time was like something to do with the Incredibles boss, but I, I couldn't flesh it out in the three seconds I had to uh, to, th- to think about it uh, the other day. But I don't know, because I haven't seen the Incredibles in a while, but I've seen the Incredibles too. And the Incredibles stops right when that guy pops out of the ground. Mm-hmm. And then Incredibles 2 picks up during that fight. And it's an epic fight. Like he's destroying the entire city. So trying to stop that drill could be like you know it's gonna destroy falador or something and you have to like run alongside it and knock the wheels off or something but each time you do end up killing it it like resets the instance or something i don't know or he repairs it and he's like i'll meet next time we meet again you know like how you can continually kill the temporos although you shouldn't be able to it's just like you get back and they're like hey it's back So <laughs> yeah, it's like all that work was um, for nothing. Thanks. All that work for nothing. Just grind, <laughs> grind, grind. Thousand year old entity that's trapped behind these doors or trapped out at sea. It's just never gonna go away now. Have fun. No. <laughs> you could make it to where like it's a it's a Hispori type thing where the boss encounter takes like five or ten minutes and you can only do it once every twenty four hours. Um, to give him time to like remake his his drill. But um no, I like yours. I think yours is awesome. I would love to expand off of like some sort of good Disney character that somehow you exploit their their goodness and turn it evil. <laughs> oh my god. That's <laughs> wonderful manipulative. Good god. I don't know, like take Pocahontas, but she's got like evil like wildlife that she fights you with. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Hard mode Pocahontas. <laughs> Exactly. avoiding getting way too political with that one just like of course settle this dick kind of like mentality <laughs> like anyway folks that's the condensed version of the fun question um 
if there was a way that we could even remotely release last recording, we would, but it's not going to happen because it would just be me talking to nothing, talking to air. Yeah. So um, we may be able to put Oxy's like video somewhere, and I don't know why like, you'd want to. Read. <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to, but just do a bad lip reading version of that recording. Just like record what we think you said. <laughs> Bro, somebody's gonna commit to that bit. Oh my god. Oh gosh. But just have him say "Long live the fruit" all the time. The whole whole like two hour recording. All right. But uh, it is that point of the episode now where we talk about the links in the description. So if you're not aware and you've been listening to 61 episodes of XP Waste, there is a description, even if you're just an audio listener. So on the podcast app of choice, you either scroll down a little bit or you click view more. I don't know if that's helpful to you, but we do a lot of work in the description to give you relevant information. You can find our Patreon there. You can find our xpwaste.shop. We it's copy not- and paste it every week. We have a document called episode links and descriptions. We ca- don't don't let him gaslight you. <laughs> Xwaste.shop is there. Um, we have Fruit Merch Live. You can find it uh, new. You can find new designs potentially. You never know. So I would go back and check it literally every day. What? <laughs> There's not any oh new designs. <laughs> but all of the social links are in there. Um, you can check out this week's. Um, uh, blog post from Jagex, and you can email us. Find our email in the description. But that's it for this episode, folks. Sorry it's a shorter one. We thank you so much for the support. We love you guys so much. And Oxy's going to go have some fun. And I'm going to go and eat a bowl of cereal. Hell Bye. Bye. Bye.